0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Be Light, Shine Bright podcast. My name is Pakala Kiara, and I'll be your host. Here we discuss life and how the different facets of it can influence our mental health. We will talk about therapy, interventions, mental health, and life experiences. Remember, if you like it, feel free to give us a share and invite your friends and loved ones. listen. Now the topic I wanted to discuss for this episode is triggers. So what is meant by the word trigger? When used in the psychological sense, a trigger is a reminder of a past trauma. It could be an external event or circumstance that may produce undesired negative or unwanted emotions or responses such as sadness, anxiety, or panic. They can cause extreme overwhelm or intense feelings of discouragement or helplessness. Triggers can be people sense, places, words, songs, they can be a variety of things, Um, we are often triggered by the actions, the words or the presence of other people unfortunately. A reaction to a trigger can be very strong as you are almost transported back in time by your emotions when you are dealing with a trigger it takes you back to that original trauma or that original emotional wound um, and you begin to experience the same feelings emotions and bodily physiological responses that you may have had in the moment triggers are not to be taken lightly and it is good to introspect on them whenever you feel them within yourself and see what it is about that thing that made you feel that way and why you're feeling that way. Think back to the original trauma. Sometimes we have triggers and we're not even sure why that's triggered us or why we're so intensely upset. Um, So it can help to have a period of introspection after. Sometimes we know exactly what has caused us to feel upset, but it still can help to think about Um, what's happened, especially if it's an interaction with someone else. Many triggers can be to do with our senses. So to do with our sight, our hearing, our sense of smell, um, and the way that we feel. So someone may look like someone that may have abused you. Um, You may see a picture of that person. You may smell the cologne that they wore if it's an interpersonal trauma. Um, You may hear a song that reminds you of a loved one um, that you have lost. There are many different ways we can be triggered. Some people have conditions such as post-traumatic stress disorder that um, triggers are really a large part of and can cause debilitating uh, responses. Um, PTSD is usually diagnosed by a clinical psychologist and you have to have a number of other different presenting symptoms to be diagnosed with this but for people with PTSD triggers can be particularly problematic. Some people may have conditions like ASD or ADHD where our triggers can set off sensory processing so um, and other people have just sensory processing disorder so um, some things can lead to aversions sensory aversions and things like that Um, there is also things like rejection sensitive dysphoria which I've done a podcast on quite recently um, which can trigger the emotional response of someone who is neurodiverse now as I said before it can be useful after you've been triggered, to spend some time sitting and introspecting. It's also really helpful to keep a list of things that may trigger you. Um, And this list is useful not only that you will be able to see the types of interactions, things um, and circumstances that trigger you. And you will be able to either avoid them or come up with ways that you can manage your triggers or even um, see what areas of yourself that you may need to work with and work on. When trying to manage a trigger, it's good to look at what it was that triggered you. Uh, it could be an interaction with the person. So perhaps that could be addressed by you having open, honest and clear communication with that person. Perhaps all that's needed is a boundary. But for other things, it could be that you may not, want to be around um, that trigger anymore. So perhaps you are autistic and you are triggered by a lot of noise. So coming up with different strategies like noise cancelling headphones or noise filtering uh, ear ear earplugs and things like that or avoiding certain places at certain times of day when there is going to be a lot of noise. We can also completely avoid our triggers Um, As long as this is not going to be um, detrimental to you or lead you to miss out on living a full and happy life, it's okay to just completely avoid uh, some triggers altogether. Sometimes we are triggered by emotional wounds, and I've done another podcast episode on emotional wounds uh, back in 2020, um, and that was a really great podcast to listen to. Um, podcast episode to listen to if you wanted some more knowledge around emotional wounds and what they look like and how we can kind of um, start healing from those. Sometimes we may need help in identifying our triggers and that's where a mental health professional like myself or a psychologist um, would come into play. Uh, I think occupational therapists may also be able to help with this kind of thing but seeking the help of someone who is qualified and who is trustworthy and having someone to talk to in a safe and confidential place can be really useful. This is a short interruption to let you know that if you or a loved one is experiencing difficulty or is in need of more support You can find me at maramacounseling.com. Be sure to check out the audio resources page also where you'll have access to a number of free resources that will help you to feel relaxed. Be sure to take advantage of my 20-minute free initial session. I am also on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Can't wait to work with you. Now, a really beautiful way to look at your triggers is to consider them as guideposts for healing. So looking at them and understanding that they're simply just showing you uh, places within yourself that may need a little bit of extra love, care and attention. Um, You know, thinking of them as helpful guideposts Um, and little flags that pop up that we can go Okay, there's something there that I might need to look at and there's a reason why that's bothering me Um, Sometimes when we are trying to avoid or brush off our triggers We can exacerbate the issue and perhaps make it a little bit uh, Worse, sometimes we also cannot avoid our triggers um, for whatever reason Um, It may be circumstantial. It may be a person that we cannot cut out or Perhaps we must see at different times. Um, Like for example myself um, Obviously one of my uh, major traumas is the hospital um, With my son having had his open-heart surgery when he was a baby Um, It's very hard for me to sit in that hospital especially Um, and you know see the sights that I saw at that time and hear the things that I heard um and you know uh I am transported back there to that moment where I'm traumatized however because of his condition and because it is lifelong it's a congenital heart defect that cannot ever be fixed or cured but only managed uh, I often have to go back to that hospital to that floor to that clinic um in the cardiac uh outpatient clinic where you know I've been told bad news and different things like that um so that was something that I knew I needed to work on because it was unavoidable I can't avoid that forever I can't run away from that I can't um send other people to do that job for me so that was something I knew I needed to work on so changing my mindset around it really helped and just seeing that it was um a place within me that I needed to nurture and care for and um, work on. So um, one quote that really resonates with me about that is, you know, without darkness, we cannot appreciate the stars. So we cannot appreciate good times in our life or times when we feel calm if we've never experienced turmoil, distress or upset. We can positively utilise our triggers for our own personal growth. We can make a list of things that trigger us, whether it be physically trigger us um, into having things like panic attacks, or whether they um, emotionally trigger us um, and make us feel a very unwanted or negative uh, emotional reaction. Um, Sometimes we're actually not sure what it is we're feeling, we just know we're not feeling good. Um, a useful exercise um, can be found on the audio resources page of my website counseling.com. Um, and I think it's exercise number two or three um, and it's called the light bath exercise and this exercise can help you to notice where negative emotion sits in your body and really give it a colour, a feeling, a name, a shape, a texture and begin to change it into something that you desire. Trauma work can be very involved and I highly recommend um, engaging the services of a mental health practitioner like myself, like a psychologist. Um, Things that I have personally found useful when working with trauma and triggers is things like hypnotherapy, EMDR, which has been shown to be highly um, beneficial for those who suffer with trauma. It's, I also find it very like non-intrusive. You reprocess traumatic um, memories and your response to them is changed, it's reprocessed. It works by stimulating both sides of your brain. Um, It can be done visually, auditorially. Or bodily um, and it helps your brain to reprocess its uh, reaction and the way that the memory was um, formed in your neural pathways and things like that um, it's quite useful I find it helpful um, I, I think I mentioned just before hypnotherapy that one was really great for my anxiety um, in the moment anxiety and hypnotherapy works with your subconscious brain and um, the way that it has processed information and things like that as well too. So those are two that I found really useful. Um, Others that I have tried that are a bit more alternative um, are Neurocoding and Holographic Kinetics. And both are very different but very good in um, their own way for helping me to process trauma And just generally just talk therapy, just talking it out with someone who I can trust um, and who you can trust would be hugely beneficial. There are lots of other different things that may help Um, movement and being creative, especially with your hands has been shown to be highly beneficial for trauma as well. Um, But really creating that sense of safety for yourself. Sometimes it's about asking yourself, even though it sounds a bit weird, having a conversation with yourself, what is it that I need to feel um, to feel better? Or what is it that my body or my brain is trying to tell me right now? Now, sometimes we are triggered because a situation is... um, There's like an emotional layer or undertone to it or a spiritual kind of... Lesson that we might need to learn if I don't know if that makes sense, but um, Sometimes we are triggered by people who reflect to us the things that we do not like about ourselves um, And I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but there's something called the seven mirrors of a scene and um, And it kind of describes some of them, but the two that I find most people are triggered by is the mirror of reflection. Yeah, and that's when you you see things that you don't like about yourself um, in other people and you get triggered by it and you get a bit annoyed. Um, But looking at that and looking at, oh, how can I change that about myself? I really don't like it when that person does that. How can I change this about myself? And sometimes we do need to seek the help of others. We need to talk it out and that's okay. And people like us, mental health professionals, are non-judgmental. We're here to help you. It's confidential. We're not going to give you unsolicited advice. Um, We're going to help you process what's going on for you, um, what may be leading you to feel this way, um, and what we can do moving forward. And we can explore different things that feel good to you and resonate with you. The second um, mirror of seeing is the mirror of judgment so this is one that i often struggle with now oh well struggle more than the mirror of reflection um, and that's things that you place a high judgment on sometimes you will be presented with this in your life um, where you are given the opportunity to judge it um, it was kind of a bit weird for me to understand at first when i heard about the mirror of judgment but I kept thinking, this is not bothering me because it's something that I do that I don't like. It's just really bothering me. And it's more of a, a feeling of, I would never do that. Like, that is despicable. And that kind of feeling. So looking at why your value was so strongly challenged there and working through that as well. I think therapy is great at all stages of our life. I think it's great when we are having a difficult time, but I also think it's good to, you know, kind of be proactive about our mental health and perhaps even clean up stuff that happened to us a long time ago that may be affecting us today. Or just trying to stay in a positive mindset and live your best life and just have that kind of healthy, helping relationship with someone. Um, something that's really useful about triggers and working on them in yourself you'll start to notice them in other people um, your triggers will also give you a greater sense of compassion a greater sense of empathy or more of a willingness to be kind and it may give you a greater sense of meaning to your life uh, a lot of my um, traumas and triggers and emotional wounds and things like that have led me to want to be that helping kind of person that a counselor is um and with things that are more close to home to me like autism spectrum conditions um neurodiversity congenital heart defects and things like that I have a lot of compassion Um, that other people may not have because it hasn't been their lived experience. Um, And that is true for you as well. You may have been through a situation where you're going to have a lot more understanding and compassion of other people um, than someone who hasn't gone through that experience. It could be something like grief or loss, bereavement. It could be something like childhood illness with your child. It could be parenting woes. It could be difficult childhoods. Um, divorce, different challenging circumstances that you have been through may really provide you with a framework and empathy that you may not have had if you hadn't gone through that. So looking at your trauma from that kind of lens as well. um, I think it's really great to notice other people's triggers and be mindful of them and to not engage in things like false positivity, invalidating someone's experience trying to change the subject um, acting like you didn't do anything wrong just a simple apology can be so powerful if you've triggered someone and the major caveat of triggers is you don't get to decide whether or not you hurt someone So if someone's told you that you've triggered them, it's good to take that on board and to see what it is that you may be able to change to make that better for them. Often it will be something that they need to do themselves. However, we don't need to go around triggering people willy-nilly just because it's their problem, not mine. Um, So being there for someone and going, I can see that really upset you. I'm sorry if it was something that I did just acknowledging that and validating their feelings can help them to identify that they have been triggered. There is no downside of being kind, there really isn't. Um, And something else that has really helped me personally, and probably has helped many other people, um, was reading the book by Don Miguel Ruiz. On the four agreements, um, I think it's actually five now or something. But um, I read, I read it when it was the four agreements, and one of the agreements is don't take anything personally, and this sounds really difficult, and it's probably the agreement I struggle the most with personally. Um, however, what it talks about is that everybody is living their own story, and has their own things going on other people's actions are not about you they're about them you do not need to take anything that anybody else says or does personally it might be well and good for me to say that (laughs) but it's really good when it clicks in your head and you go their problem with me has nothing to do with me personally. It has to do with them and the way that they feel about themselves and the story it is that they are telling themselves about themselves, their life and their circumstances. So that was something that really helped me as well um, with my triggers. Um, and it's okay if you need some time before you want to work on your triggers or before you want to start not taking things personally or before you start trying to forgive people or mend relationships if your trigger is an emotional one it's okay if you need some time sometimes we need some time sometimes we need to avoid our triggers for a while so i think a great place to start is to identify your triggers and start looking at what you want to do with them next whether it's avoid them for a while manage them with different strategies or begin to heal them that's all up to you i hope that this podcast episode has been helpful to you thank you for listening this concludes this episode of the be light shine bright podcast from marama counseling i'm pakala kiara and i hope you enjoyed listening today keep your eyes peeled and your ears ready for more episodes in the future And remember, be light, shine bright. Until next time.